time. Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Uh, short meeting last night. Yay! I mean, oh, oh. 45 minutes. Wow, they're getting them in and out. Huh? I like it. Maybe the mayor want to go home and watch a debate or something. I don't know. Maybe he's, he's probably more watching the Cubs game, Cubs and Cardinal game. That could have been it. The uh, chair, Alderman Hanauer, keeping the train on time. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, it was that. a, co- was a co- uh, uh, committee meeting last night. Yeah, committee of the whole. Way to go, Ralph. Move yep. it along, brother. Uh, so let's get that roll call. Mark, <laughs> please take the roll. We'll do. Alderman Redpath. So Here. short meeting. Um, we're going to hear from a citizen Here. later on. Uh, we'll also uh, delve into an update on that hotel project. Uh-oh. Remember that deal? Yeah, I saw Ryan Bandy made a post on Facebook uh, about how they wanted to move the closing date or whatever. Yeah, we're going to uh, get an update on that. Also, um, an interim uh, public works director finally getting an official Did they name nomination. Did they name me? No, no they didn't. Oh, name no, I don't care. Uh, you'd have to get out there and, like, you know, do an all-nighter with the snowplow trucks oh, in order for that to bad. be possible. All right, so um, last night uh, we also heard from CWLP's Doug Brown. He laid out some of the uh, utilities' finances for the first quarter. The cash position is through $2.9 million. That's 67 days of cash, uh, the way we calculate it. But if you look at Moody's, it's 104 days of cash because it includes the restricted funds and the ERIRF. So that's cash on hand for the electric side of CWLP. More on the electric side. And then revenues uh, for retail and wholesale sales uh, are actually under budget overall just because of wholesale sales are, are so so low compared to budget. That's no good. So the first quarter, um, wholesale sales. So we're not making sales. any money selling it? I thought that was our windfall. <laughs> right. Uh, more on the electric side. Expenses were actually under budget. Right. Uh, moving forward here. Yeah, good see? on that one. Yeah, so um, even though sales are down, expenses are down. So that's, yeah. that's good. Um, moving on to the W of City Water, Light, and Power. So for Water Fund, we're at $6.7 million of working cash. So it's 106 days of cash on hand. And water Fund's always been more healthy than the electric yeah, fund. Yeah, see? Good water, eh? Labor costs for the utility for the Water Fund and for Electric Fund are, are below budget for the first quarter. There you go. And hire some new people. Hire so me. that's a CWLP um, first quarter financial update for Alderman. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, Doug does his presentations real quick. I like He's that. got the slideshow, you know, and the handouts and everything. Get it quick. Yeah, um, previous uh, directors. Get it quick uh, and hide the bad news. That's my, that's my <laughs> philosophy. Previous directors <laughs> would spend a good 30 minutes, you know, elaborating and you know, delving into these numbers and lots of explanations. There's a little bit of Q&A, but I don't want to bore people. Well, Doug doesn't have to, he doesn't have to constantly remind everybody why he should keep his job. <laughs> Stop it. You know, I'm serious. I'm just, some people do that. All right, moving on. Um, got uh, some ordinances that remain in committee. Here's Alderman Redpath. Yes. Terms is that I know that uh, CWP security is uh, 
is uh, needing to, th there's going to be provisions in them for their, to issue tickets. That is correct. And, and they've been held up all summer. So we actually had to use the police department to go out and issue tickets this weekend when they were doing surveys through the club. So if we can't get this passed, is that possible for the mayor to do an executive order allow, allowing them to do that? Um, we can, we'll look into that. Please do. We'll look into that. In the meantime, Redpath's pulling an ordinance out from council consideration that's been held in committee, and he wants to get it considered. Uh, and that's an ordinance uh, amending city code regarding Lake Springfield for the Office of Public Utilities, and I'm imagining it gives certain enforcement capabilities. It's uh, 218.545. That's the ordinance number. Um, this is because, what, they want CWOP security? To have to some enforcement, yeah, to be able to issue tickets and whatnot. Well, why would I, for what? Violations. What kind of violations? Lakeside violations. Oh, people having too much fun? Could be. Uh, uh, they want CWP security to become the fun police on the lake? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they do have the um, authority over the lake. So uh, we'll probably hear more about that issue in the near future. Oh, uh, something else that popped up last night. What's going on with the Y Block? What's the city going to do with the Y Block? You know, what is going on with the Y Block, Greg? That's a question I was just asking myself. 2019-344, an ordinance approving a conceptual design plan for the North Mansion Block providing a multi-use community green space area together with a university development. A motion to amend the ordinance. All right. So uh -oh. um, I got... Um, There's the wrench. I got the amendment here. Right. Uh, so... An ordinance supporting downtown development, which may include the North Mansion Block, establishment of multi-community green space, and expansion of UIS and SIU in the downtown area. What's multi-community green, spe uh, green what, space? Kind of what it is right now, honestly. I mean, it's it's a multi-use. It's live music. It's... Um, you know, we, we played softball on it, you know, yeah. type of thing. Okay. Uh, so essentially what they did is they took it from... A motion a second for consent as... They took it from just an ordinance saying that they support, uh, you know, having UIS and SIU on the North Mansion block, and they made it a lot more broad, essentially saying that they, w they want some kind of university expansion anywhere downtown. Right. Uh, so it, it really kind of opened it up. It doesn't um, necessarily, you know, green light SIU and UIS to just, just to be on the Y block. It actually says, whereas Southern Illinois University is interested in expanding and co collaborating with UIS in downtown Springfield, whereas these developments will provide an area of public activity. It goes on. They strike a bunch of language specific to um, the developments at the North Mansion block. Uh, so, again, they make it more broad instead of just uh, giving SIU and UIS that block. Uh, so, as you just heard there. Got a motion and a second for consent as amended. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Ayes have it. So, unanimous consent mm. on that resolution. All right. A resolution does nothing. Yeah, pretty much, right? So, it's just a resolution. <laughs> I love how we constantly make these, these uh, grand overtures. Yes, and the resolutions do nothing. So uh, coming back, we'll hear from Nate Bottom. Yeah. We'll hear about the hotel update mm -hmm. and a citizen worried about weed. All right.
Just stay tuned. Well, we're not going to have enough of it? Is that what you... <laughs> I want to know what the worry is. All right, it's coming up. We'll have more Council Roundup coming up in just a second. Uh, it's Let's do it. Time for part two of the Council Roundup. The sequel. <laughs> in a world where Mayor Langfelder has a certain kind of love. A love... For, for none other. Must be the lake had a turtle. I'm a big turtle person, so that's why. And a Y block. And a Y block. Where there could be smoking or not. I, mean, I remember everybody lighting up in the airplane and smoking cigarettes in the airplane. And Those are the so days as right evidence too. and science advances, we try to wisen up. I remember in high school in the 1960s, you'd come outside and you'd smoke up. You'd... Boy, he has some fond memories of that smoking. In a world where a city clerk moonlights as an auctioneer. For next meeting. Would you give five dollar here now, ten? Ten dollar here now, fifteen? Fifteen dollar here now, fifteen down twenty? Twenty dollar here now, twenty-five? Sold it out. Thirty dollars right there to Alderman Redpath. <laughs> it's the one and only Council Roundup. Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. You can tell it's a short meeting because, yeah. like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> we don't have really too much more to get to. Thank God. Uh, last night's I mean, meeting—that's horrible. <laughs> last night's meeting was 45 minutes. I was standing in the kitchen last night with Megan, and uh, she was talking. Uh, it was late. She got home late, uh, so it's like 9:30. All right, oh, and wow. say, that's way past my bedtime. And I'm standing there. I'm like, okay, let me look at that council meeting. And I look at my phone, and I say, 45 minutes. Oh, sweet dear Lord, yes, yes. Just makes my morning so much better. Uh, okay, so before we go to news here, I think we got time to, to hear from Nate Bottom. Let's hear it. And uh, in particular, the city council ready to uh, officially make him the public works director. The appointment of Nathan Bottom, PE, as director for the city of Springfield Office of Public Works. For debate, second. Do we have to really put it on debate? Who's <laughs> <laughs> been doing the job? Poor Nate. Let's let's put it on consent, and Nate'll be nicer to us. Yes, <laughs> please. Motion <laughs> for consent. Second. Get another project on Nate. Uh, consent change. requires unanimous consent, so I'm going to keep it on debate to treat everyone oh, the same. I think it's really important to keep all the uh, precedent in place. And Nate, you are doing a great job. Uh, <laughs> well, you got it. What do you got to be a funny duddy for, Joe? <laughs> you got to spoil it, Alderman. Come on. Listen, Nate, I, I still remember when Nate came out here. We said we had some questions. He came out yeah. here and answered. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He's Mark Mahoney it. never came out here. He's one heck of a softball player. A good softball player, too. Uh, coming back, we'll actually hear more um, about public works. Alderman McMiniman did have some questions for Nate. Uh, so we'll hear about a plan to possibly make, um, you know, like, Problem properties more transparent to everybody. Uh, so we'll hear about that idea. Then we'll get an update on the hotel plan that seems to have been delayed and a couple of more issues. So stay tuned. It's on the way with more of the Council Roundup in a world. Yos, it's Ray Lytle. All right. So we uh, heard Nate Bottom officially get the nomination. They wanted to put it on consent agenda. But to be fair to everybody else, and this was a policy yeah, especially that... Especially himself. This was a policy that uh, former Alderman Chris Tylan actually spearheaded. He mm -hmm. wanted to make sure that anybody who's being nominated for anything is there at the council to answer any questions that there may be. Sure. 
and that requires them to essentially be ready to answer questions when a ordinance for their nomination is on debate. So that's why they always put nominations on debate. So uh, Nate Bottom doing a good job, according to everybody on the council, but they still put him on the debate agenda. They... Well, okay. It was Joe no, 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 no. It was unanimous to put it on debate. Right. So that was, it wasn't just McMiniman. It was unanimous to put it on debate. Um, either way. So McMiniman, he, he still wanted to call um, Nate up to the uh, podium right. to, to talk a bit. Nate, will you come forward? Um, this is all real positive. Don't worry, everybody. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So uh, what exactly is he talking about? Well, he he wants a little bit more transparency on some stuff. Basically, the ordinance says that if we have three violations on the same property on three different dates, it's too late to abate to ex to escape the penalty, the financial penalty. Escape. And so that's a real good enforcement tool. Real good enforcement tool, but he says people just don't know how many violations one property may have. None of our inspection reports are listed online. And so if our constituents want to find out if we got, if we're close to three strikes or we're getting close to three strikes. He wants them to be able to go check that out. So uh, homeowners, homeowners associations and whatnot. So he's essentially asking uh, uh, Nate Bottom to spearhead this idea of getting this stuff uh, up online. So, Nate, as Director of Public Works and Housing Division falls under you, um, I hope you can, uh, can plan for this. And uh, if it takes more budget money for programming uh -huh. and for uh, website design, you know, let us know. Um, this can really enhance and weaponize our neighborhood associations uh -huh. to ensure that problem properties uh, face the consequences of being um, inadequate neighbors to um, our good neighbors. There you go. Uh, Nate response. So instead of doing the alderman reports, we'll have a, a report generated directly to you uh, via an email every week. Um, and we'll do that on the PLL side of things, which will encompass uh, this area. So it'll be nice to see actually some kind of public listing of how many violations one yeah. property owner may have, or and people could really delve in. There's a lot. I don't want to call them busybodies, but I'll call them busybodies. There's a lot of busybodies out there. A lot of busybodies in the world, Greg. Who, That's uh, what I've been saying for years. Maybe retired. Yeah. Who want to, you know, make sure their, their neighborhood's cleaned up. Well, let's use the busybodies <laughs> for good instead of evil. <laughs> yeah, right. let's give them let's the ability to, to get on pour through the city people. data. And yes. <laughs> We'll have them put their we'll have, we'll we'll have them put their to work that way. <laughs> Ten inch weed vigilantes. Yes. <laughs> stay off, stay uh, off of me and how often I take my garbage out and right. worry about the real problem area. All right. Uh, by the way, egging houses, I'm pretty sure, is illegal. So don't do that. Oh. Somebody's violating a code ordinance or whatever. You cannot egg their house. All right. That's just that's not very good. Absolutely. Not nothing good can come from egging. No, nothing. Um, all right, Unless moving it's really hot. <laughs> Get some scramble eggs. All right. Uh, now let's uh, move on to an update on the uh, hotel. Remember, we were talking about that hotel yeah. plan that was going to knock out the parking garage and uh, a bar would be you I know, saw Ryan Bandy's Facebook. He was talking about this last week. Well, Alderwoman DeCenso brings it up. Something happened with this hotel deal in the past week, and it didn't happen to the city because the city had protected itself. But a small business owner um, is suffering because of it. And um, 
Oh, it's unfortunate because we need more small business owners, and he is a unique small business owner because he is the only LBGTQ uh, bar owner in Springfield. Is that true? And he had kicked out his tenants upstairs, and he had planned for closing down his business, so he'd stopped ordering. He was ready to sign a lease on a new place because he was told the closing date was July 31st. Is that the only gay bar in the city? Oh, I don't know. I, gay bar, wow. non-gay bar, it doesn't matter to me. Well, I mean, if, I, if they I, serve alcohol, I'll order a drink. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that. I thought that there were. More, I thought there was more. If it's a biker bar. If it's a goth bar, I don't care. You know, that's a problem. I don't go to enough gay bars, Greg. Gotta find. I gotta find a new one to go to. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know but that. however, I I don't go to sports bars. Oh, right. dare you. I, I don't distinguish between any of the other kinds of themed bars, be it a gay bar, be it a, be it a biker bar, or be it... See, I don't care about... I will, a, not, I will not go to a sports bar. Do not oppress my people. I will never go to a sports bar. <laughs> so people are clear on that. You're so unlike- I am biased You're against sports. You're so unlikable. You really are. <laughs> So what, they were supposed to buy yeah, so the station I, house. And it was supposed to happen by today. Now, here's what Ryan the said. The closing was supposed to happen by today. Yeah, Ryan's on, on, on Facebook, Ryan Bandy said that they were said, hey, one of the money guys is out of town or out mm. of the country or something. So he wants to move it a month. That's what he had said. Yeah, I he so, said so here's, like here's more from DeCenso. We have to look out for these things. But isn't that a uh, isn't that an agreement between him and the people that he's buying his building? It is, but you know we all, most of us up here, pushed this, and right. we were in favor of it. And now the first the first piece of the puzzle is is has is not fitting. And it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Everybody, just, not over needs, yet. everybody and just needs to I'm, stay calm. Yeah. And I'm just concerned. For you know someone who has been a good business owner in the city and provides an outlet um, that no one else does, and it bothers me that that he is suffering the consequences of it. So you heard uh, Alderman Redpath there, but he also chimed in on this. In business, a lot of things. Sometimes I've bought and sold several properties in my life, and I can tell you that sometimes the closings (laughs) don't always work. I mean, it's as have I. So bottom line is, is that I. I, th- I feel comfortable that our economic de- development director is all over this, and I feel good that uh, things will be okay. I hope so. I, I hope they the, will. This isn't the first real rich guy that's out of town or out of the country. Right. Where, well, yeah. here's the mayor kind of elaborating more yeah. on what happened. Why is this not closing today as the owner of this bar Gay bar or not? I mean, I understand. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's, it's more it's, than a bar. It's a property. He's got it's a property. Rent, it's a it's a business. Yeah. It's got employees. It's got a taxing. Uh, and let's face it. The only reason he's selling it is because they approved this hotel. Yeah, and it's his building's in the way. Right. Right. So uh, here's the mayor. The original arrangement I think was four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So um, that's between both them to work out. The reason the uh, closing didn't take place is one of the investors uh, was not, or one of the individuals that had it sign off on the closing wasn't in town. He's going to be in town, I think, uh, August 9th. And so they'll get together at that point in time and hopefully have a closing sooner rather than later. Uh, the earliest the closing could be, I think he said, the week of August 15th. So there you go. Yeah. Somebody, I, I knew a couple of weeks like delayed. That. Certainly not the first rich guy to, you know. Not be around in order yeah. to sign something. Couple of weeks delayed. Yep. Uh, next week, Ray, no council meeting on Tuesday. Uh oh. 
It's moved to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Alderwoman Turner. A reminder of National Night Out is next Tuesday. And um, I've been looking at social media, and it looks like almost all of the neighborhood associations are having something from like 5 or 5.30 to 7 or 7.30. So I would encourage everyone to get out and um, meet your neighbors and enjoy yourself, have a good time. And also, city council will be on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, so it's going to be next Thursday is when we do council round. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now time for everybody's favorite part of the meeting. It's the citizens address the council. Oh, I can't wait. My name is Beth Rogers. All right. Hi, Beth. Hi, Beth. She goes on to talk about marijuana. Oh. And cannabis, mm-hmm. legal sales, and being able to partake. Mm-hmm. It's on the part in downtown. She's against it. For the sake of public safety and common sense, I'm urging our local leaders to do the right thing and ban the recreational marijuana business and on-site consumption in public. Let's keep Springfield weed-free. No. Thank you for allowing me to voice my concerns. It's not weed-free. There's weed already in the city. Yes. And I'm not just talking about the legal medical pilot program with a dispensary. There's already people in Springfield who buy weed and smoke weed. Yes. It's just they do it. In the shadows, they Illegally. do it. They they buy it on the street. It's anyway. We can get into that debate all day long. But here's Alderman McMenamin. Those groups, and I think that they need to be active on this issue to have influence on the city council. And I, I um, appreciate your comments tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. Hey y'all, that's your uh, council roundup. One of Joe's supporters, huh? Everybody's entitled on. to their opinion. I'm I'm not arguing with their opinion. I just don't agree with it. That's been the council roundup on the Ray Lotto Morning Show. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday with another edition of the council roundup.